Welcome back to Pretty Good Vibrations, the podcast that both celebrates and analyzes pop and rock music and the crucial role it plays in our lives. I'd like to remind you, there is a Facebook group now. The link is in the show notes. If you want to talk about episodes, share your own playlists or song ideas with each other, chat with me about the show, uh, go ahead and join. The link is in the show notes. Today, I am going to share with you my year-end rock mix. Uh, I do this every year. I've done it since, I don't know, for 10 years or more. I'm I'm trying to look back and see how long ago I have some of these uh, year-end playlists in Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, My guess is at least 2012, 2015, something like that. And I normally do one mix, but some years, if I got a lot of heavy music, that I was really into that year, I will do two. I'll do one for rock and one for kind of everything else, which tends to be more, you know, indie, pop, stuff like that. Some pop rock might make it into the the main mix, but if it gets pretty loud, pretty heavy, or if it's pretty genre specific into heavier genres, I'll do a rock mix. And this is one of those years. And the mix is not only new music that came out during that year, like 2023, for instance, It's actually just the songs that like I listen to the most that I associate with that year. I primarily make it for myself to be able to go back and kind of have a record, but I also share it with my friends. And in fact, I have a little friendly competition with one friend who's been doing it longer than me, I think, publicly for his friends. And uh, he often has more subscribers on his Spotify playlist than I do. Maybe we could, maybe we could tip the scales this year if you help me. (laughs) Uh, but but I don't really care about that. I, I I actually just like the excuse to play music that I love for you guys, for my friends. Uh, that's kind of the whole, one of the main purposes of this show in general. So I'll probably do another one of these for the non-rock playlist mix, but I thought especially the rock one would make sense for this um, audience. The rock episodes, like the emo and punk episodes, do very well in comparison to the other episodes. So obviously there's an appetite for that. That's my background. That's a lot of your guys' background. So I've got today, uh, basically, let's see how many tracks are here. 12 songs. And the whole mix is is on Spotify. I have a link in the show notes to the playlist. You are welcome to add it to your own library. Uh, it's, it is ordered. Like it, the, the songs are sequenced in order to sort of play pretty well straight through. Some of these are songs that have made their way onto previous Pretty Good Vibrations episodes over the last year, and I will try and put links to each of those episodes, or I'll I'll at least mention the episode uh, verbally that I think it was on, and you can scroll back back through old episodes to find that one if if you haven't heard, uh, haven't heard that episode. So I think that's about it. I don't think there's anything else to say here. So the, the songs, some of these are literally the, the final track is is from the late 70s, uh, but but mostly these are in the last couple of years, and some of them are from this last year. And I'll talk a little bit about each song, why I love it, and then I'll play maybe a little more than usual because this is kind of, there's not as much dialogue in this episode. I'll maybe play 60 to 90 seconds of each track, 
and that'll that'll be it. So hopefully this uh, turns you on to a few songs or artists that you don't already know, or you can just kind of enjoy hearing songs that you already love. So let's kick into it. Uh, the opening track, I often, what I will try and do every year is make the first track the song that I basically had stuck in my head the most throughout that year. And in this case, there are two. Uh, track 10, which we will get to later, which is a lot heavier, probably is the one I've listened to and had in my head the most. Uh, but this track one is number two. And this is a band called Pool Kids. The song is Arm's Length. We did hear this song on the uh, new punk and emo, what do we call it? We called it Top 10 New Emo Slash Punk Bands episode with Chad Mitchell. Uh, this was a band on his list that he had also turned me on to. And I don't remember if they made my list, but either way, I was really excited to listen and talk about them. And this song is just incredible. I mean, lyrically, there's a bunch of Motion City soundtrack in here. I hear that. I love it instrumentally. There's a little bit of math rocky kind of Midwest emo guitar playing going on. Uh, and uh, the young woman who fronts this band and writes the songs, she's just so talented, such a fun band. I know that Paramore has gotten behind them. Haley from Paramore uh, is a fan. I think they've played some shows with them and some other really big bands. So hopefully they are on the rise because there's something really special here. And the lyrics of this song, especially the verses, they're so they're they're so on the nose and silly, kind of the way that uh, that Justin from Motion City Soundtrack's lyrics often can be. That it took me a minute, um, took me a couple listens till I was fully in. Uh, but now it's like I just I just love it, and so it's a it's a perfect track one. Here is Arms Length by Pool Kids. Oh. I don't think I have the energy to make it out of my is also a little giveaway for the Motion City soundtrack influence, the uh, the Moog synth parts there, uh, uh, layering. Man, I fucking love that song. I'm so excited about this band. Um, again, so I'm not going to be playing these whole songs. You can go to the Spotify 
link and, and listen to the full mix. Um, I'll actually, I'll put up an Apple Music link as well. For those of you, I know I occasionally get requests for that. It's it's kind of an annoying thing to do it for every episode, but for the year-end mix, I will usually put up an Apple uh, link as well. So that'll be in there. Uh, next up, Telephone Friends. This is the super group, John Van Dusen, Tyson Motzenbacher, uh, Matt Wright, Patrick Dodd, and Aaron Redfield, legendary drummer in the San Diego area. Uh, they worked on this record um, for a long time. I knew about this album long before I heard the first recordings of it, which was also then long before it finally fucking came out. They really took their time on the release here. Uh, but man, it's a special record. It's um, really fun. It's definitely in that kind of power pop revival uh, line. Uh, it's got a lot of what I love about John Van Dusen's music. It's got a lot of what I love about Tyson Motzenbacher's songs. And this song, uh, there's there's multiple songs from this record. I love BMW Dad. I could have put that on here. Uh, but Heartbeat Faster is the one that I go to the most and have gone to the most throughout this year. I think it was also the first single that they released, but there's a bunch of great tracks. Uh, here is Heartbeat Faster by Telephone Friends. I don't need no cocaine, baby, cause everything you're doing makes my heart beat faster. Have we met? Oh, I don't know, maybe, cause everything you're doing makes my heart beat faster. told me that that is a song that he had written many, many years ago and never used for, I think it was for The Lonely Forest. It might have been that he didn't use it for his solo output, um, but I'm really glad that it found a home with Telephone Friends, and I think they did an excellent job with it. Next up is a band called Tiger's Jaw. Chad mentioned in our new Punk and Emo Bands episode that he told me about this band many years ago, like a, maybe a decade ago. I don't know, maybe maybe six or seven years ago. Like some of this stuff really sounds like Sherwood to him, my old band. And uh, they've been kind of on the periphery for me. I, I will listen to them occasionally. I've I've added a handful of tracks of theirs to some playlists. But this year I, I dug back in and found this track, June, which is actually their, their biggest song on Spotify. And it is from their album Spin 2017. Okay, I guess it wasn't a decade ago. He probably sent it to me in 2017 or 2018. Uh, this record, but uh, this song has just really taken up uh, a lot of space for me. Uh, it's got the, there's a woman in the band who sings occasionally and, and she sings this track. 
And I just think that this chorus is pretty perfect. So here's June by Tiger's Jaw. inject melodies like that straight into my veins that kind of just undeniable catchy hook is i'm just a sucker for it so i love that song next up is a band i don't know i don't know a lot about this band they're called creeper their album is called sex death and the infinite void so kind of up my alley as a as an existentialist leaning type um the record's interesting it covers a lot of sonic ground there's almost like a true detective soundtrack, like American Gothic vibe, almost like a like a rockabilly kind of vibe here and there. If I remember correctly, this song is a bit more straightforward uh, rock, a little bit of emo in there. The song is called Annabelle. Again, I don't I don't know a ton about Creeper. Let's see what I can see on, on Spotify. They are from they, they have no information. Creeper is a cult is all it says on their Spotify bio. I don't know where they're from. I don't know much about them. They're an interesting band. They're, they're making some choices that are different than other bands like them. Uh, but this song, Annabelle, caught my ear uh, just a few months ago, and I, it's been in heavy rotation. So let's see if you like it.
I'm remembering too that that verse has a little bit of motion. Said, uh, sorry, my chemical romance vibes to it, which you know it's tough when bands try and rip that kind of whole cloth. Uh, but there's so many things I love about MCR. It's fun to get little flakes of that in other songs. So yeah, that song's really kind of on the up for me. Next up, uh, 2023 is really for me, honestly, the year of Weezer. If you listen to that episode with Roman, you heard me in real time realize that they are my favorite rock band. Uh, they bumped Jimmy Eat World down to number two. Beach Boys, unassailable number one, but not really a rock band. Um, so there's so much Weezer stuff. There's a track of theirs on this rock mix and a track on the non, the regular non-rock mix. I didn't know which ones to pick. I feel like I had a total Weezer renaissance, a private renaissance that, you know, there's so much from the White Album I could have played. But in terms of just times I've listened to the chorus, it's got to be Ruling Me from Hurley, the album I least expected to find songs that I would love on when I revisited all their catalog for that uh, Weezer Albums tournament episode, uh, which if you have any interest in Weezer, is a really fun listen. Roman is fucking hilarious. My my very old friend, we were in a punk band together in high school and uh, now both ended up in Seattle. So I, I'd recommend that. But this song, Ruling Me from Hurley, the, the lyrics are so stupid. I mean, you just, you really got to kind of ignore them, especially in the verses. But wow, this is a chorus. This is a chorus hook for the rock ages and you get to look at, uh, is it his name Sergio Garcia, the actor who played Hurley on Lost? I forget, that might not be his, his name, something like that. I'm not going to look it up because it doesn't really matter for our purposes. But <laughs> what a what a weird ass. Everything about this album is weird. Uh, the name, the artwork, some of the songs are super weird. But here is a fantastic chorus, Ruling Me by Weezer. cutting it off there because the second verse is actually the worst lyrically. <laughs> the next line is my optical nerve went pop zoom. Uh, just really, really tough hang there lyrically, but man, I'll do it. It's worth it for that chorus. We can dream of night long. I just, I'm a sucker. As I said, I'm just a, a fucking sucker for that stuff. I understand if you're not there with me next up, origami angel. We talked about, this was uh, my number one pick in the top 10 new punk and emo bands episode with Chad. And this is from their new record, The Brightest Days. This is a song that kind of hit me in the second wave of, of songs that I was 
picking up on from this record. Um, a little in interesting. They're they're doing some ukulele work. I, I think they're getting kind of mo the most sonically experimental that they've gotten. Origami Angel, a two-piece kind of fifth wave emo band, whatever you want to call it, uh, from Maryland. And uh, this song, Few and Far Between, rips. Got a great chorus. So here it is by Origami Angel. The only nice day comes in May I guess that's the price I pay For living in this modern day Faraday cage where what you say Is lost inside a storm of propaganda Wasn't enough for the climate to change literally But talk about politically Each four years the new regimes Release their worker bees in my home and run it straight into the ground And I feel damned if I don't Not the only song on the record about living in Washington, D.C. and kind of politics, feeling sort of not represented by that. The, the other track that I can think of from the record is kind of about like a pro-life march. And uh, it I don't think that one really works. Um, but this song does work for me lyrically. And it doesn't take me out of it. Just obviously, I just love this band. If you heard that episode, uh, you heard me gushing about them. I just recommend all their stuff. Next up, another band from the uh, that at least we talked and about and played some music from. I don't think they qualified because their first record had come out too too long ago. Uh, but Chad and I talked about them. They're called Pup, Canadian punk band. Uh, I think they're from Toronto. And this is a a new track of theirs this year called "How to Live with Yourself." I believe it's on an upcoming full length. I think, which is not out yet, as far as I can tell. And I love this song. Uh, this The chorus just took it. Obviously, there's a theme here. For me, it is all about pop choruses. Those are my... I like other music, but the songs that stick with me forever and that make it onto my year-end playlists and that make it into my like very top-tier playlists, the songs I listen to the most over time, always have catchy pop choruses. That is just... That's probably growing up on the Beach Boys uh, did that to me. So here's How to Live With Yourself, 2023, by Pup. After all the years have crushed you into the ground
There's some real kind of Pinkerton era Weezer vibes to that. The chord progression, the melody, some of the guitar work. Uh, after that second chorus, I think it goes to an even more kind of Weezer-y uh, breakdown, sort of outro bridge thing. Of course, I love that too. That's another shortcut uh, to my heart. So I'm excited to to hear more of what they're doing. I've been listening a bit to their previous record. The, I think it's called The Unraveling of Pup the Band. And it's cool. It's a little experimental. I think Chad talked about that a little bit on the episode. Uh, really cool band. I also love their first record, self-titled, which is what we played some clips from in that episode. Next up, I don't know where I heard this song. I think I just was doing like an Apple Music kind of rock, like new rock music playlist, like a curated one from their editorial team. I will occasionally do this and just see what pops up. And this kind of Midwest emo math rocky band Sweet Pill popped up their album Where the Heart Is, which came out last year, 2022. Uh, and the song is called Dog Song. And I just, I think you'll you'll maybe hear just in the opening seconds of this song, it's just really compelling. And uh, I don't know, I just, I just kept playing it. And so it made it onto this playlist. Here's Dog Song by Sweet Pill. Five-piece emo band out of Philadelphia. Uh, need to need to give them a little more time. I need to try some more tracks because that one really works for me. Okay, we're kind of getting out of that emo realm now. And one of the things, one of the artists that I kind of rediscovered in prepping for an episode that actually hasn't aired. It was it's like the first one I did with my friend Chris, and I, I don't. It was like the first tournament I did. Getting a lot of the kinks out. Uh, not sure that I'll ever release it. Um, might need to kind of redo it. But in it, we were focused on uh, woman-fronted rock bands. And I kind of reapproached Bikini Kill and La Tigra, Kathleen Hanna's bands. I also watched a documentary about her called The Punk Singer, which is quite good. Uh, and she's she's been with um, 
Ad-Rock from Beastie Boys for many decades now, um, their partners. He's in there. I think he had a, a hand in the making of the film. Uh, just just very, very well-made documentary and just fell in love with so much of her music. Had a hard time choosing between Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill and Decepticon by La Tigra. Ended up going with Decepticon. I think I listened to it a bit more. I just think it's it's kind of a more interesting piece of recorded music, but man, new radio, rebel girl, uh, the, I forget what the circus song is called. Some of that bikini kill stuff is so cool. Thurston Moore from Sonic youth produced some of it. Uh, it just sounds really, really good, but you know, what sounds even better is Decepticon by La Tigra. So this is her kind of post-punk project after bikini kill. And this song, it, it came up, we played it on the post-punk tournament episode with, with David. So if you, if you dig this and this kind of danceable, um, you know, the art and the energy and the attitude of punk, uh, but not punk rock, then you should check out that episode. But here's Decepticon by La Tigra. Updated for, I guess that's the late 90s, I believe, that song. Uh, very cool. And on the mix, it transitions really nicely into this next track. And this really is the one I mentioned at the beginning. This is the song I have listened to the most, had in my head the most. Uh, but it's it's quite heavy. It's essentially hardcore. And I try not to open these mixes with something that is just like kind of all yelling. <laughs> It could kind of turn people off. Not everybody is in the mood for that all the time. Uh, and it doesn't have the same kind of flow. So that's why it's track 10. But this is this is the closest to my heart. This is Kills Birds with their song Rabbit. I played it. It was, the, I think, the first thing I played in the new Punk and Emo Bands episode with Chad. And I just I just love everything. I love everything about this song. It is it is a little miracle. It's a, it's a wonder to me. I, I just I can't believe... Uh, how great this song and, and band are. This is how I talk about you. I never raised my hand for a second. I couldn't
Next up, this is a song I am almost positive I heard on the Apple Music editorial playlist, Negative Space. It's like a, you know, like regularly updated. It's basically like hardcore and post kind of hardcore punk kind of stuff, some post-punk. And I believe this is a British band called Gurriers. They are quite small. They have 11,000 Spotify monthly listeners. Uh, They are from... Ireland and they I think their their first single came out this song approachable in February of 2023 so they are basically a brand new band and I don't know what's going on here but this song uh, blows me away I guess you could say it's maybe they're Irish they're kind of pulling on the heavier side of Fontaine's DC with a little bit of shame and idols other UK kind of post-punk bands but with a real growl to them. And I just love this song, Approachable. Um, I'm going to be listening to this band more. I'm not even sure. It doesn't even look like they have an album out yet. It's just singles. Uh, so I'll be keeping an eye on on Gurriers. That's G-U-R-R-I-E-R-S. Uh, and this song, Approachable, I sent it to David Stewart, who did the post-punk episode with me immediately when I found it, and he loved it too. So hopefully you guys will dig it. Approachable by Gurriers. What's in the water? Back in open windows and rolling smoke. Turn on the PC. Watch the right side pixels blowing slowly at me. Neon Lena. I swear days go past. Need a mostly fast news. They don't see my image. I'm approachable. Just lock on it. 
I should also say the artwork for this single is all time. It looks like straight out of SST Records 1985, like a, you know, like a split with Black Flag. Uh, the artwork really caught my eye as the music caught my ear. And yeah, just a band I'm excited to, to, to hear more from. And that's actually kind of a nice transition to our final track here. One of the first episodes I recorded in 2023 or maybe released in 2023 was the 80s punk tournament um, with Sam Talent, the comedian, as my guest. And that had me going back through so much of the kind of hardcore punk and, you know, 80s California, West Coast stuff that I hadn't really spent a lot of time with. I kind of came to punk in the 90s after that sort of whole wave just because of how old I am. It was really fun to dive back in to that. I think a lot of stuff from that tournament has found its way into my more regular listening. I'll look for a couple examples here. For instance, a bit more Minutemen, a bit more Minor Threat, definitely that Agent Orange track Bloodstains, which is just incredible. Uh, Bad Brains was fun to kind of have a new angle on. But this song really caught my attention and I have been going back to the very early black flag stuff, uh, mostly the compilation, the first four years, this is before Henry Rollins joins and they do damaged. And we kind of have the, that sort of main era of the band, but this really early stuff is so cool. It is so fun. Uh, and I, I like a lot of songs from it, but I, I, the first one that really kind of really landed for me was Nervous Breakdown. So here's, I think this is 1979, maybe it's 77. I think it's something like that. Nervous Breakdown by Black Flag. If you're keeping track, we just got an intro, three verses and three choruses in a minute and 35 seconds there. Oh, you got to love punk rock. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, you can check out the Spotify or Apple Music link to the full mix, which you can add to your own libraries if you so choose. And probably there'll be another one of these of the non, the less rocking songs that I 
fell in love with this year and listened to the most and will most associate with this past year. I just really appreciate that people listen to this show. I make it as a labor of love, uh, an excuse to connect with my friends, an excuse to talk about music that I love. Uh, and it's just, it's seriously just such a fun aspect of my life. I even enjoyed this, just talking to myself into the void, talking to you all. This is, it's just fun. I have found maybe the perfect hobby for myself. And I, I do love that there is some community around it. It's been really fun to have the Facebook group get going. Um, I also, one of the best parts of my week is when my friends text me about whatever the most recent episode is and argue with me or tell me about something that made them laugh. So friends, real life friends of mine, if you're listening to this, keep those coming, please. I, I love getting those texts. I love having an excuse to interact, especially with the friends that don't live near me. You know, being in a band, I've talked about this before, but you know, we toured for seven or eight years and, and made all these friends. And by definition, we lived all over the country and we would meet on a tour, if that's the Warp Tour or just like a regular three or four band tour. And you spend a couple months together and you build these friendships and then you go back to Akron or Florida or LA or Seattle. And, you know, you don't have a lot of reason to see each other because you're not touring anymore. Now you're older. So that's one of my favorite things is the, the excuse to keep those relationships going uh, and, and to be able to check in with people. Okay, I'll stop gushing. I am recording this the day after Thanksgiving. I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but maybe I'm in like a thankfulness mood here today. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Oh, the other thing, I'll, I'll probably mention it elsewhere. We're having a baby soon. Uh, as I record this in about three weeks, maybe less. So there might be a break in Pretty Good Vibrations content there. I will mention that um, when that happens. I'll probably put up a little announcement, but just a, just a heads up. Might miss some weeks. We'll see. It might take a while for me to figure out when is a good time of the week that I could record these. I'm going to try and figure out how to do that because I do have so much fun making this show. It is, it actually really kind of fills my, fills my tank, charges my battery, so to speak. So I'm going to, I'm going to figure that out, but it might take a little while to figure it out with a, a newborn and a three and a half year old running around and not enough sleep and a exhausted and recovering spouse. So, okay. See you guys next episode.